Hello, it's me. I'm back. I've been spending the summer in my little podcast lair thinking about shows to bring into the world. And, you know, me and the team, we were talking and we were like, how can we heal all of the world's problems through one single podcast? And the answer came to us immediately. We looked to each other and we said, all at the same time, trivia. So that's what we're bringing you. I'm so excited to announce our new show. It is called Past Perfect. It is a time-traveling trivia tournament. Each episode covers a different decade, starting with the 80s, traveling through the 2010s and beyond. And this one, I'm telling you, it is for the history heads. It's for the pop culture divas. It's for the trivia freaks. And really anyone who's dedicated to living, laughing, and also loving. Past Perfect is dropping new episodes on Fridays, and you can find it wherever you listen. We put a lot of love into this show. We had a lot of fun making it. I hope you have just as much fun listening to it. And we're bringing you the very first episode of the show for your listening pleasure. What the? Where is that beeping coming from? Is that coming from the closet? Oh God, I haven't opened this in years. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I totally forgot. I stashed an old time machine back here. Okay, let me see if I can just remember how to fire it up. Welcome. Thank you. Please input decade destination. Hmm, okay, let me think. You know what? I've always wanted to witness the birth of the Hot Pocket. So I'm thinking 1980s. Initiating time travel. First stop, 1980s. Here we go! And welcome to the very first National Oprah Winfrey Show! Cool! Greed, for lack of a better word, is good. I love that movie. And I answered, just say no. Wow. What is this place? This is past perfect. Let's go. From ZSP Media, this is the very first episode of Past Perfect, a trivia tournament that travels through time. I'm your host, Simone Polanin. Four contestants will go head-to-head over the course of five episodes until we crown our trivia champion. Each round of the tournament explores a different decade, and we're kicking off our very first episode with the bodacious 1980s. We'll meet our first two totally tubular contestants and get our time machine into trivia mode after the break. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, we're here. Past Perfect, the time-traveling trivia tournament, episode one. And I am joined by our American gladiators of 80s trivia. First off, our Nitro, if you will. You've heard him on This American Life, Serial, and Reply All. It's Emmanuel Jochi. Welcome. Wow, you compared me to Nitro? (laughs) I'm so touched. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello. Hello, hello. And in the other corner, let's say our Gemini, we've got poet, writer, and host of the Resistance podcast, Saeed Tijan Thomas. Let's get it. I love this show. (laughs) Oh my God, this show was the best. Well, I am very excited to have you two here competing for the trivia champion title and a special grand prize, which we'll be revealing later in the show. And I'm curious, when I say the 80s, what images does that conjure up for you? Saeed? I just hear <laughs> like that kind of music. Like that's just very like like high energy, real techno techno sounding. Yeah. And, and I just see this there's like a little flair to everything that people are wearing. This is a very dramatic decade fashion-wise. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Emmanuel? I think of crop tops. Just like Mm. indiscriminately. Like, Mm -hmm. everybody's wearing crop tops. Facts. Facts. (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh, get your cross colors and your boom boxes ready, guys. Because it is time to get into our 80s trivia. So let's jump into our first round called... Round one, which came first? So for this one, I'll tell you about two moments in 80s history, and you'll need to tell me which one of those two moments occurred first. And our first question today is going to Emmanuel. Hell yeah. Are you ready? Ready, Freddy. All right. So the early 80s were a big time for the U.S. and its relationship to the cosmos. We sent our first woman into space, astronaut Sally Ride. And on the fictional side of things, we got a visit from a funky little alien, Steven Spielberg's E.T. My question to you is which came first? Sally Ride blasting off into space... Or E.T. chilling with a young Drew Barrymore. E.T. Hmm. It's funny because E.T. in my mind always feels more like a 70s movie. Hmm. The, the question you need to answer is, did they put an alien on Earth before they put a woman on the moon? Wait, wait, was it the moon? Was well, it just space? It wasn't space? the moon. It, it wasn't was the moon. Just space. It was space. Which actually, okay. that's very, they that's put a very woman helpful in clarification for me because, you know, they stopped doing the Apollo thing. So this is, uh, I'm going to go with E.T. came first. That is correct. There you go. Sadly, that is correct. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, We got a visit from the fictional E.T. first. E.T. premiered in L.A. on June 10th, 1982. Mm. And Sally Ride didn't launch off into space until a year later in June of 1983. 
All right. Next question is going to you, Saeed. Now, if you were a kid in the 1980s, you probably remember that many advances in video gaming. Think Mario, Zelda, Tetris. Mm. Um, then you also had the popularization of some lower tech fun in the form of the slap bracelet. Maybe you remember that Ooh, from the playground. Yeah. Yes, the slap bracelet. Mm-hmm. So which came first, Nintendo's Game Boy or the slap bracelet? Damn, that's a tough one. High tech or low tech? Um, okay. So yeah, the thing that's throwing me off is did they figure out how to make portable, you know, gaming before they slapped bracelets on people's wrists? I wanna, I wanna say this is easy. I just, I just wanna say it's. I'm gonna go with the slap bracelet. Saeed, that is correct. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Um, yes, the slap bracelet was invented in 1983 by a high school shop teacher from Wisconsin. Wow. Yeah. The original slap bracelets consisted of a long piece of steel covered in fabric, um, kind of like a fabric-covered tape measure. Mm. Nintendo's Game Boy didn't come out until 1989, so pretty late that in the decade. That makes sense. Yeah, that, yeah, makes, a lot yeah, of that sense. makes a lot more sense. This next question is for you, Emmanuel. And for this one, we're comparing the world of sports to the okay. world of nuclear disasters. Oh. Love that connection. <laughs> yeah. Um, so which came first? Michael Jordan being drafted into the NBA or was that, okay. the Chernobyl disaster. And that was when a nuclear plant exploded, sending toxic radiation as far as 150,000 square kilometers, which is about the size of the state of Illinois. Damn. Did you watch that series? I did. That was yeah. so stressful. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Chernobyl on HBO. Yeah, yeah. It was a fictional miniseries and, you know, facts were stretched. But even, it's like one of those things where, you know, you read those articles where it's like, the facts of the actual history, here's what they got wrong. Uh-huh. And you're like, oh, so it's worse. <laughs> oh. So they just amalgamated that character and actually there were many more people who suffered this way. Uh, right. Oh, you're just like, damn. right. Yeah. Well, I guess the question is, did they seem like they were aware of Michael Jordan in the midst of their suffering. <laughs> no, no. That's what was so interesting. That's why it's blocking me because uh, this is just explaining my ignorance. I'm just going to, I'm just going to say Chernobyl came first. Wow. You used, I feel like, every single synapse <laughs> in your brain to figure that <laughs> out. I thought you were going to really do me dirty and say you use every synapse in your brain to be wrong. <laughs> well, you were wrong. <laughs> No! Sorry! Perfect, perfect, perfect. <laughs> Brutal. Brutal. Um, Never bet against Michael Jordan. Uh, uh, yeah, sorry, Emmanuel, but... That's painful. Michael Jordan was drafted by the Chicago Bulls first back in 1984. Uh-huh. You were right about that. Um, and he would go on to be arguably the greatest basketball player of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chernobyl disaster, uh, which took place in what was then the Soviet Union, now Ukraine, occurred on April 26, 1986. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 Wild. Well, on that note, we're going to go to our last question of the round, which goes back to Saeed. All right. In the 1980s, America saw Oprah's career really taking off. Her local Chicago daytime talk show went national. And around the same time, she was also nominated for an Academy Award for her supporting performance in The Color Purple. My question is, which came first? The Oprah Winfrey show getting national syndication. Today, how to find a husband, how to find a wife. Or Oprah's Oscar nom. Oprah Winfrey. 
in the color purple. Oh, man. I mean, it has to be the national syndication, but because the way I remember it, she got big, 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 and then that's when she did the the color purple. It's it's your question. I'm just like, I just want to push your logic a little bit. Like... (laughs) She could still be... She was doing the show even while she was being doing the movie. Yeah, but, like, you do the show, you get big, and then you get a, an opportunity to star in The Color Purple, and then you get an Oscar nod. Mm. But maybe she was already big in Chicago. And National Syndication... In Chicago? National and they, they were like, Chicago, Oprah, do you want to be in The Color Purple? You look, think that's how it happened? Look, I'm just, I'm just saying, stranger things have happened in movies. I don't think you booked The Color Purple. Then get an Oscar nom. So I'm going. I'm going with. She got the national syndication before she got the Oscar nomination. Said, that is incorrect. I'm sorry. I what? Tried, brother. I Remember tried. how you were like nobody was like, "Hey, Chicago Oprah, do you want to be in the color purple?" Spielberg was. That's exactly what. That's happened. literally what Spielberg did, yo. <laughs> so I tried. I tried to help you, brother. <laughs> I'll tell you the story. <laughs> I will tell you the story. So, yes, Oprah got her Oscar nomination before her show went national. The story goes that movie and music producer Quincy Jones was in Chicago in 1984. Quincy Jones, he's behind Mm -hmm. everything. Truly. Like, actually. Um, He saw a young Oprah hosting the local news show AM Chicago, and he recommended her to director Steven Spielberg, who then cast her as Sophia in the film The Color Purple, which earned Oprah uh, an Oscar nomination. Wow. Yep. Um, and I'm th- so sorry for <laughs> doubting you, Oprah. Oh, my life, I had to fight. Oprah got her Oscar nomination in March of 1986. Later that year, her local show went national in September of 1986. So big year for Oprah. Good for her, yeah. Good um, for her. So that brings us to the end of our very first round, which means it's time to check in on our scores. I've got our producer, Laura Newcomb, in the studio. She's keeping track. Laura, how are those scores looking? Well, to quote a popular 80s song, I've had the tie of my life. You guys are all tied up (laughs) one-to-one. Wow. Laura is a poet, a true (laughs) literary mind. Um, All right. You guys are tied one-to-one. That's a great start. Strong start. Let's just uh, move right along to our next round. Let's do it. Round two, Sounds of the 80s. So the 80s brought us a slew of films that captured the high school experience and put those angsty teen years Ooh, in the spotlight. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. I'm curious, what were you guys like in high school? Definitely angsty. I don't know. I don't even want to talk about it. It's just... <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> We no, struck I on mean, something. No, Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. It's fine. I mean, I had my close group of friends. We did everything together. We 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 made it through. You know, we had a great time. It was it was awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Best years of my life. Best years of my life. <laughs> oh my god. Like, I was in marching bands. And I found out, I used to think that we were out on Friday nights late at Waffle Houses or at TGI Fridays or wherever. But I found out that, like, my friends, when I thought we were all going home, we weren't all going home. They were (laughs) dropping me off at home. (laughs) 
before going off to do some other things sometimes because, you know, they just knew I wasn't with it. So I thought I was actually, Damn. but... Wow. And they were white. I, I, I don't know if I would have snitched, but I would have not been able to hold a secret. So Wow. <laughs> <laughs> they were right. They knew me. They knew me. Oh my God. If that had happened to me, I would not have survived that. So props <laughs> to you. Um, okay, anyways. Uh, so in this round... We're going to play you clips from some classic 80s teen movies, and you will have to tell me the title. If you get it right, you'll get the chance to answer a bonus question for an additional point. But if you get it wrong or can't name the movie, your opponent has the chance to steal. Okay? Um, And Saeed, you are going to kick us off this round. Okay. Here is your first clip. Yep. I said it before and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Oh, um, come on. <laughs> I don't know this. I know I know that quote, but I don't know this movie. Do you want to throw a guess in there? Yep. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and turn around, sometimes you'll stop to miss it. Is what he said, That's right? exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> um, I'm just going to say The Breakfast Club. That is an 80s movie, but this is not that movie, not that unfortunately. Movie. Yeah. Emmanuel, you looked really confident after you heard the clip. It's Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You got it. Yeah. Um, you successfully stole that, which means I'm also going to give you the bonus question. Oh, whoa. I get points for that? Yeah, you got points for that. Looky, looky. Okay, um, so that was from the 1986 John Hughes classic Ferris Bueller's Day Off, where Matthew Broderick plays the undeniably charming uh, and charismatic Ferris. My bonus question for you is, who was the other 80s star who played Ferris's frustrated sister, Jeannie? Oh, dear me. Um, I feel like the answer is also a Chicago person, and I feel like it's Joan Cusack. Oh, that is a good guess. That's it's not, not who it is. Wow. It who was, was it? Um, Jennifer Grey. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. All right. We've got another clip. And Emmanuel, this one is for you. Let's mm. see if you can name the movie. I've never seen purple underwear before, Calvin. Back to the future. Calvin. Why Why do you keep calling me Calvin? Well, that is your name, isn't it? Calvin Klein? It's written all over your underwear. Ah. Wow. So you answered that before the clip even ended. <laughs> you want to give it to us again? Back to the Future. Hell yeah. Yep, that is from Back to the Future, starring Michael J. Fox as Marty McFly, the charming teen who travels back in time to meet his parents as high schoolers and tries to rekindle the spark between them, but not before experiencing the horror of his mother thirsting after him. <laughs> um, my bonus question for you, Emmanuel. Yes. How fast does Marty have to get the DeLorean going for it to transport through time? Oh, He's got a, he doesn't even have that long of a runway to do it. And that's obviously the problem. 60 miles an hour. Mm, and it's actually 88. Wow. Yeah. That's a tricky one, though, you know? You kind of just have to really know tricky. it. That is tricky. Yeah. Huh. Um, all right. We're going to go back to you, Saeed. Finally. What sweaty classic is this clip from? Sorry about the disruption, folks. But I always do the last dance of the season. But this year, somebody told me not to. So I'm going to do my kind of dancing with a great partner. I don't, I don't know. The only movie that comes to mind is Dirty Dancing. That's it. 
Right. <laughs> wow, she she's I want she saved you too because if I think if she had let you think that out a little more, you would have gone it wrong. <laughs> I mean, that's the only she, thing she I cut you off. She was just like, take it, we'll take it, we'll take it. <laughs> you got that exactly right. That's Saeed. the only one that I was gonna. That's the only dancing movie that <laughs> yeah. was rattling around in my brain. And yeah, yeah, I'm smart. Got it. Yes, that yeah. was from Dirty Dancing, starring nice. Patrick Swayze as blue collar heartthrob Johnny Castle, and curly haired Jennifer Grey as Francis Baby Houseman. Mm. And now for your bonus questions. So, though Jennifer ended up snagging the role, there were other stars of the day who were up for the part of Baby. Can you name one? Ooh, I don't know. Like it's. I... Yeah, I, I I just don't have a name. All right. No, not ha- even a guess. I'm, huh? I think I'm just going to have to forfeit this one. All right. As sad um, as it sounds, yeah. I would have accepted Winona Ryder mm-hmm. or Sarah Jessica Parker. <gasps> Your girl. Wow. Yeah. I know. I know, right? Damn. I should have just threw a name out there. What's wrong with me? I don't know, bro. <laughs> All right. We've got one last clip in the round. Uh, Emmanuel, this one's for you. Let's take a listen. Oh my God. I can't believe it. I just killed my best friend. And your worst enemy. Same difference. Oh. <laughs> what is that movie? Renona Ryder is in it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it is a woman's name mm-hmm. with an apostrophe and an S. Is it Helen's? <laughs> Not quite, not quite. Saeed, do you know this one? I don't know. Like, it's... All right. Emmanuel, you were so close. It is not Helen's. It is Heather's. Oh. (laughs) I'm so annoyed. I'm so annoyed. The headphones have been ripped off. I'm so annoyed. (laughs) Yeah, so that was from the 1988 film Heather's, the dark comedy starring Winona Ryder and Christian Slater as two high schoolers on a bit of a murdering spree. Damn. All right. That was a big round. That was Mm -hmm. a tough, that Um, was a tough round. I would love to know where the scores are, Laura. Um, how's, How's it looking? That was a super close round, but Emmanuel put Saeed in the corner. He scored two points to Saeed's one, so it is now three to two. Really? Emmanuel has a slight lead. Only three to two? This is good. This is a good development. Thank you, right. Laura. I really appreciate that. I love love a close game. Uh. Um, well, listen, our time-traveling trivia machine is still making its way through the decade. We've got two more rounds of 80s-themed questions coming up. And I'll just say, I hope you guys are music heads. Okay. So stick around. More after the break. This episode is brought to you by Rakuten. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including headliners, Ulta, Ray-Ban, and Canon. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals during Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th. The cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for Adidas and Fenty. 
You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of Big Give Week's 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Gag me with a spoon. We're back. Our contestants today. <laughs> I'm weak. I'm sorry. We made you break. You really committed to that. You were ready. You, you delivered that perfectly. Thank you so much. Um, our contestants today are Emmanuel Jochi and Saeed Tijon Thomas. But maybe I should call you Rocky Balboa and Apollo Creed the way y'all are duking it out in the studio. <laughs> who's Apollo and who's Rocky? I'll let you guys determine that for yourselves. <laughs> I was like, that's dangerous. That's a dangerous <laughs> analogy right there. Um, so we're about halfway through our trivia game now. Um, Emmanuel, you have three points. Saeed, you have two points. Mm-hmm. How are you guys <laughs> feeling? I'm actually feeling really good. I thought I was down by way more. I just need I just need to believe in myself a little bit more. All right. Good good lessons to have picked up in just half a trivia game. That's great. <laughs> Uh, how about you, Emmanuel? How are you feeling with your one-point lead? You know, I feel nervous about it, but as the great Apollo Creed said, there is no tomorrow, Rocky. There is no tomorrow. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Let's just roll right into our third round of the game, which is called... Round three. Finish that verse. Listen, the 80s were a real moment in music. You had new wave, hair metal, the birth of hip hop. Um, And with this evolution in sound, we also got some timeless lyrics. Mm -hmm. So here's how this round is going to work. I'm going to read you some song lyrics and you'll have to complete the lyric, name the song, and name the artist. You'll get a point for each correct answer, so up to three points per question. But for every incorrect or incomplete answer, your competition will get a chance to steal. Okay. Make sense? Mm-hmm. And Saeed, you are starting us off this round. Here is your lyric. The phone rings in the middle of the night. My father yells, what you gonna do with your life? What? Yeah, maybe. I know this. The phone rings in the middle of the night. My father yells, what you going to do with your life? Yeah. And then I signed up for the army. (laughs) 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 That is my submission. I'm 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 just try I'm believing in myself. (laughs) Do you want to throw out a guess for song name or artist? No, I I'm drawing a blank. No, I can't. I can't take a guess. Said, I'm so sorry, uh, but Emmanuel, you now have a chance to steal. The thing is, is that the song is called like "Ooh, uh, girls are gonna have fun," but I don't remember what comes between that line and the thing I just said. The phone rings in the middle of the night. My father yells, what you gonna do with your life? Oh. I don't know what the lyrics are in between. I'm gonna just make up some lyrics right now. Oh, pretty girls, let me give you advice. 
that's not what it says. <laughs> yeah, you're right. All right this I'm going to stop movie. you right there. <laughs> Do you want to guess the artist at least? And now I'm banking on the artist, which is bad. Because I feel like it's the same person who sings one of my favorite all-time songs, which is Time After Time, and I'm just blanking. It is the same artist. Oh, dear Lord. All right. I'm going to go ahead and not give the points to anyone. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Bring out my misery, please. All right. The song is Girls Just Wanna Have Fun mm. by Cindy Lauper. Oh, Cindy. Cindy, Lauper, Cindy I'm yeah. so sorry, honey. And the full lyric is, the phone rings in the middle of the night. My father yells, what you gonna do with your life? Oh, daddy dear, you know you're still number one. But girls, they wanna have fun. Of course, because it would rhyme with fun. That would make sense. (laughs) That would make sense. All right. Uh, We've got our next lyric. Emmanuel, this one is for you. Okay. I need a man who'll take the chance on On a love love that burns hot hot enough to last. I want to dance with somebody by Whitney Houston. Great. That's two points. Wow. Okay. Damn. I need a man who'll take a chance on a love that burns hot enough to last. I'm going to say, because when the night falls, my loneliness calls. Ooh, that is so close. I think that is a little too different for me to give that to you. Oh, man. So I'm going to give Saeed the chance. Because when the night falls, my lonely heart calls. Oh, I want (laughs) to dance with somebody. I want to feel the heat with somebody. All right, legally, I might have to cut you off there. I'll take it, yeah. So when the night falls, my lonely heart calls. Oh. I'll yeah. take it. I'm going to give go. you that point, Saeed. Oh, Mad. I love Team you, effort. All right, beautiful. Okay, Saeed, we're going back to you. Back Here to is me. your lyric. Have you ever met a girl that you tried to date, but a year to make love, she wanted you to wait? Hmm? Is this one of those hippity-hop songs? <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's hippie and hoppy, yeah. It's hippity-hoppy, hip-hop. This is like the song I feel like in college, like why people would look at you to be like, look, this is one of yours. And I'd be like, I have seen you mumble through a lot of songs before. This is great, actually. Do you think you know what song it is? Oh, I don't think I know what it is. And then the artist, I don't know. And then what's the last one? The song name, mm-hmm. One Night Stand. I'm going to call it that. All right. Mm-hmm. I can't give you any points any for any of, them, of that. Right. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's sad. So, I'm Manuel. I mean, it's a Bismarcky song. <gasps> that is correct. That's one point. Do you point. know I almost guessed Bismarcky? What's wrong with me? Oh, my <laughs> God. What? <laughs> this is this is a life lesson for you, Saeed. <laughs> You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Literally. Oh, my goodness. All right, all right, all right. I'm sorry. This is your chance. Go ahead. And the thing is, I'm not even sounds, that sure. This is his This is his cadence. Exactly. This she is a Bismarck key cadence. And you read it have, in have, his cadence. Yes. Oh, my God. What's wrong with me? Say <laughs> it's, it's okay. <laughs> the song name, I've never really thought about, but I guess it's just it's just a friend, right? That is also correct. Have you ever met a girl that you tried to date? But a year to make love, she wanted. I definitely do not know what comes All right. after that. I'll complete it for you. Let me tell you a story of my situation. I was talking to this girl from the U.S. Nation. Damn. Man. We've got one last lyric in the round. Emmanuel, this is going to you. Okay. Here it is. 
Some boys kiss me. Oh. Some boys hug me. I think they're okay. What is that? <sighs> oh, some boys kiss me. Some boys hug me. I think they're okay. 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 Da, da, da. But we are living. It's in a material world and I am a material girl. You know, it's Madonna. What's the title? What is the title? Is it Material World or is it Material Girl? <laughs> this is so bad because this is like high summer, early 2000s, long drive with my mom in the car. This is like our jam. I'm going to say it's Material Girl. Now the, the lyrics. I know the last word is like way A. Because <laughs> 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 it runs with okay. Oh, man, it's not there. I All don't right. think it was ever there, That's so it's, okay. it's not there. I can give it to you. It was by Madonna. You got that. It is Material Girl. It you is. got that. Saeed, do you know the lyrics? No, no, I can't. Okay, I'll tell you. She goes, Some boys kiss me, some boys hug me. I think they're okay. If they don't give me proper credit, I just walk away. Because we are living. What a bop. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, on that beauty, we are going to end this round. Um, and the world needs to know where the scores stand. I definitely lost track. So. I don't think the world needs to know. <laughs> I think we could probably. I think, I think that was your. That was both of ours worst round. But somehow I still came out like a couple on top. I think I'm. I'm. I'm like two up. Three up. No, now. you're like five up. Laura, what is yes. the deal? What's the deal? Emmanuel, dear, you know you're still number one. You gained six points in that round. <laughs> All right. The score is now nine to three, but we have some tricks up our sleeves, so don't worry, Saeed. The gap has widened, but anything can happen in this final round. Okay. okay. Because you see, it is our lightning round. Lightning round. Pew, pew, pew. The way this is going to work is I'll ask you both a series of short answer trivia questions spanning the 1980s. You'll have 60 seconds to answer as many of them as you can. If you don't know the answer, you can pass, and I'll go to the next question. And Emmanuel, you are going to be in the hot seat first. Okay, put me in the seat. All right, let's put one minute on the clock. Your time starts now. Okay. What brand introduced the first commercially successful personal computer? IBM. Correct. Who was the first woman to be appointed to the U.S. Supreme Court? Oh, dear Lord. This is so bad. Um, Remember, this is a lightning round. Okay, I'm going to skip it. Okay, Sandra Day O'Connor. Oh, of course. What cable channel premiered introducing music videos to the masses? MTV. Correct. Who won the Nobel Peace Prize in 1984 for efforts to end apartheid in South Africa? Nelson Mandela. Desmond Tutu. Which sitcom featuring four older women living together premiered in 1985? Golden Girls. Correct. Which disease caused by a virus was first identified in the 1980s? Uh, HIV, switch AIDS. Correct. Which American won four gold medals in track and field at the 1984 Olympics? Carl Lewis. Correct. What was the company behind the greatest American oil spill in the 1980s? Oh, uh, Shell. Ah, uh, it was Exxon. Oh. Yeah. All right. Um, that was pretty good. How do you feel about how that went? 
I'm embarrassed by the Desmond Tutu one. That's pretty bad. <laughs> I'm also embarrassed by the Sandra Day O'Connor one. That's also pretty bad. Yeah, I mean... You know, when you've got time pressure on you, <sighs> mm-hmm. it's, it's tough. All right, Saeed, you are up next. So let's get into it. You need 13 correct to win today's game. So you've got your work cut out for you. Uh, but let's put one minute on the clock and your time starts now. Which Brooklyn-born painter died tragically at age 27 in 1988? Basquiat. Correct. What line of toys released in 1984 featured cars that turned into robots? Transformers. Correct. What 1989 event marked the symbolic end of the Cold War? The fall of the Berlin Wall. Correct. What was the name of the iconic Queen's hip-hop group formed in 1983? Run DMC. Correct. What American politician said, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall? Reagan. Correct. What, which popular 80s TV show featured a talking car named Kit? Knight Rider. Correct. Oh, no way. Who was Madonna's first husband? Patrick Swayze. Sean Penn. Shit. What company produced the... Damn. Well. Oh. <laughs> yes. oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I can't take that. I can't take that from my heart. You were on quite a streak there. <laughs> Wow. Wow. I'm, wow. Wow. I, so I just need to get out of my own head. This is self-belief. <laughs> exactly. It all comes back Ooh, to self-belief. Right. Oh, my gosh. I am very curious to hear what our final score is. Laura, who is our winner today? Her winner is Emmanuel with a staggering 14 points. Saeed finished not too far behind, though, with nine points. Okay. Wow. Very respectable. That's respectable. That's respectable. <laughs> yeah. Saeed, you actually got one more point than Emmanuel in this lightning round. Okay. Oh, so I won the lightning round. All right, I'll take it. I'll Amazing. take it. That's cool with me. Uh, don't worry, Saeed. We haven't seen the last of you. But for now, Emmanuel, you are our winner for our 80s-themed episode. Uh, but remember, Still Up for Grabs is our championship title and our grand prize our beautiful time capsule, which we'll be adding exciting novelty items to from the last 40 years. Do you have any words for your adoring public? Just, you know, we we move. We move. (laughs) You move? That's what you got to say? You move? (laughs) I mean, we're on to the next one. I haven't won anything yet. Okay. You know, I I mean, beating you is its own reward, but it's not, (laughs) it's not, that's not what we're here for. Actually, Saeed... I'm going to need your help. Uh-huh. Can you reach into this bag and tell us what we are adding to our time capsule today? Oh, Rubik's Cube. Yes, we've got a Rubik's Cube. This classic multicolored cube-shaped puzzle is one of the world's best-selling toys. And it's in the permanent collection at the Museum of Modern Art in New York City. All right, we'll add that to the time capsule. And there's one more thing in that bag. F- fuzzy ball. What's what's this? <laughs> the scientific term is a koosh ball. A koosh ball. <laughs> yeah. Um, the ball with spiky rubber hair-like strands came out in 1989. So we're going to be adding those to the time capsule. And the Trivia Time Machine will be picking up two new contestants for a 90s-themed game. We will see you again as oh. the showdown continues. In the meantime, I'm going to climb back into my time machine. I'll catch you guys in another decade. Thanks, Simone. Thank you. Welcome back, Simone. Okay, time machine. I've got the perfect next stop. 
Take me to the decade when the girls were Spice and the boys were Backstreet. Next stop, the 90s. Oh, snap. That's going to be dubomb.com. Past Perfect is produced by ZSP Media, created by Zach Stewart-Pontier and me, Simone Polanin. This episode was written by Ramoy Phillip and produced by Laura Newcomb. The rest of our team is producer Nick Del Rose. The supervising producer is Erica Morrison. Editing by Erica Morrison. And featuring Karen Chi as the time machine. Fact-checking by Ian Michael. Sound design and mixing by Emma Munger. Original music and theme by Jay Bless. With show art by Sarah Gonzalez. The executive producer is Zach Stewart-Pontier. The head of production and development is Liz Stiles. Special thanks to Dove Alpert, Naomi Bronner, Mary Dew, Andrea Henderson, Jasper Jarecki, Gil Kruger, Gregoire Martineau, Catherine Morrissey, Ethan Oberman, Christina Polanin, Olivia Qualia, Ray Rodriguez, and Emily Wiedemann. You can follow me on Instagram at Simone Polanin or follow the show at Past Perfect Podcast. Thanks for hanging. And hey, throw us a little subscribe, why don't you? 